This podcast has been paid for by the Major World Order. No, 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 Major World Order. Figs for life. Welcome to the Major World Order podcast. I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. I am a musician, creator of all sorts. I am a ring announcer for Omaha's longest running wrestling organization, PWP Live. And I have my own t-shirt place thing. Uh, what's that called? ProWrestlingTees.com slash ZombilyHorror. Uh, I have all kinds of shirts there. And uh, yeah, previous episode episodes will tell you where you can check out some of my music and, and movie stuff and whatever in the past. And with me is Husvar the Major Mark Kid, a.k.a. Handsome Husvar, a.k.a. Heartbreak Husvar, collector of all things wrestling, movies, TV, gaming, pop culture, especially the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast merch. I'm an aspiring filmmaker and film junkie, and I'm also a supporter of All Ego, Ethan Page, and the very nice, very evil Danhausen. And we also have... The host with the most, the Big Jake Boski, a.k.a. the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting, a.k.a. the most loyal Turmoil Terminator, a.k.a. Big Papa Pump, Big Papa Pump, Big Papa Pump, a.k.a. Jake, don't call me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the Major World Order Podcast. That's right. We are a fan podcast of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. And this will be our third episode. And with that, it means we got to go big. We had episode one. We introduced ourselves. We had episode two. We had Aaron Ortiz, king of the flea market. And now we have the producer of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, Smart Mark Sterling. Thank you so much for being part of this show. No problem, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited uh, to chat with you. Major World Order. Ma- ma- yeah. Major World Order. <laughs> Too sweet! <laughs> right. So, um, to get off to... Well, I suppose we'll, we'll bring us a slight downer to the beginning of the show. Uh, it was just announced for, for those that are in our... Um, I say our. As the community our Patreon group, the major wrestling figure Patreon group. Uh, Benji Montoya's father uh, has passed away. So we want to give a shout out to our friend Benji. uh, Let him know our hearts are with him. But with that does come a hashtag for Benji card presale. There are two different cards. One is with Swoggle for $25. There will be 25 available. Or... There's a card with Swoggle and Brian on it, autographed by the both of them for 50. There are 10 available. Or you can get the combo of both cards for $70. This is for Benji Montoya. He's been a huge part of our group, and all money goes towards uh, his, his family's expenses. So please claim in the comments in the Patreon group under the Matthew N. Morelli post, and that will give you details on how to get it, and and just thank you to the community. 
And then um, to the the wrestling world, uh, Pat Patterson passed away. And uh, uh, just to kind of start things off, I, I wanted to just kind of like get our quick thoughts on on what uh, Pat Patterson has done for uh, the wrestling industry and our our little thoughts, you know, based on, you know, him. So um, I suppose I can go first. Uh, you know, he's, he's known for being the first intercontinental champion. He is known for creating the Royal rumble and, you know, those are huge accomplishments. Uh, one of my favorite matches from him was against Sergeant Slaughter in a unsanctioned match. And oh my gosh, if you have not seen this match, it is, it is brutal for like kind of earlier days of wrestling. And it's a strap match, wasn't it? Um, it wasn't, I don't think it was a strap match, but it was like, there was no referee. Okay. And and I I remember seeing it. Yeah. I thought, I thought they, Oh no, he took his belt off and he's whipping him with it. Yeah. And and like (laughs) Sergeant Slaughter is a bloody mess. Oh yeah. Yeah. So good. And then, uh, I, I remember kind of a, a cool thing. I was I was at WrestleMania 32. He came out and uh, he put the IC title, you know, on the hangy deal uh, that Zack Ryder eventually mm. ended up winning that night. Oh, yeah. So that was uh, very cool. Fun little memories. Yeah. Jake. Yeah, I um, you know obviously I remember the Attitude Era, you know. So we uh, <laughs> that was my first introduction to Pat Patterson. Um, but, uh, the, the biggest, uh, memory of him that I have, uh, was watching the network, uh, with my wife. Cause you know, she not really into wrestling or anything like that. So it was kind of always, uh, hard to get her into watching stuff with me, but legends house came on. Um, and, uh, which was a show that had a lot of the older legends of wrestling, uh, living in a house together. So of course, you know, she fell in love with mean Jean and you know, all that. So, uh, but you know, the, the one thing that really stands out was when, um, you know, uh, Roddy Piper had left to go do like an autograph signing or something like that. And Hacksaw, Jim Duggan was, uh, you know, freaking out, trying to find him and calling him and looking for him and everything. And I just remember, you know, Pat Patterson goes, Jesus Christ, you in love with him? Or, you know, what's wrong with you? You know, just, and, uh, you know, we would always just laugh and crack up at that. So, uh, you know, it was a fun show. um, Oh yeah. Great show. So uh, what about you, Husfar? Uh, To be honest, uh, I was introduced to Pat Patterson through the pod. Um, I think I was, I was too young. I think it was a little before my generation um, for me to, you know, I've actually seen him um, or I was too young to have seen him in the attitude era. But, uh, you know, I, I remember uh, Matt and Brian talking about uh, the signing he did. I think it was in Connecticut and Mm -hmm. um, they were selling his, his elite exclusively and uh, how crazy it was to get that figure and how limited they were. And, and then, you know, after that, I, I started seeing him and, you know, you know, behind the scenes and, and stuff like that and learning about him. And that's uh, that's, you know, all I really know about Pat, but I heard he was a great guy. Sure. Yeah. Mark. Mark. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I had a chance to run into him a few times uh, working for the WWE over the couple, of, you know, last couple of years. Um, he was always a nice guy. He's always you know, joking with the extras. Um, he didn't really need to talk to us, but he would always sort of chat with us at, at catering and things like that. So yeah, my, my, my memories of Pat Patterson, uh, you know, they're all fond memories and especially, you know, the, the stooge run, uh, in the attitude era was, was legendary, you know, yeah, for sure. so, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Pat yeah. Patterson. Absolutely. Right. Well, now let's, let's, let's move into some fun. Let's have a good time doing this. Um, 
the, the basic format is, is just the, you know, the getting to know, like what, what brought you to wrestling? You know, what, what was kind of the early stuff? Uh, me? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We've already uh, done this. Yeah. this is all about you. <laughs> uh, this is a silver ball special, baby. Yeah. Um, well, um, you know, I always watched wrestling when I was really little Hulk Hogan, ultimate warrior. I had some Hasbro's things like that. Um, yeah. but I think I really became obsessed so at my grandmother's uh, in 1997, January 97, she had a, as they call it, a hot box, which is like you get free uh, pay-per-views. Uh-huh. So, you know, we could watch movies all the time or events. It was boxing or, or whatever. And it was nice. a Sunday. And, you know, back in the day um, on pay-per-view, they would just like run commercials all day. Tonight, Royal Rumble. Oh, tonight, yeah. Royal Rumble. <laughs> I remember just like sitting there. We would sit there all day on a Sunday, watch TV, you know, swim. You know, it was January, so not swim in the pool. But we would just, you know, whatever, just play around the house. And then I'm like, man, you know, I kind of want to watch this. Royal. It kind of just sold me. And then I watched the Royal Rumble. I asked if I could stay later. We watched the Royal Rumble. Stone Cold was just so badass in the 97 <laughs> Rumble. Oh, yes. Yeah. Throwing everybody out, looking at his watch. There's that that <laughs> moment that is a gif. You know, it's very yeah. easy. Stone Cold. If you look for him, it's him looking at the watch. That really is like the moment that made me super obsessed with pro wrestling. Right. And then, um, you know, after that, I, I just like my friends liked it, but not like me. You know, not mm-hmm. like like yeah. holy crap, guys! I I found out the SmackDown results like. <laughs> I printed them out so I can read them to you on the bus. Like, um, so, you know, and then I always talk about Steve Negron. Mm-hmm. We would have that fig fed. And I was actually thinking about this today while I was working out. It That fig fed ended when we started backyard wrestling. So that was like okay. the next thing. We, we yeah. Instead of like booking the figures, we started booking ourselves. Yeah. So that was way more fun. And then to me, the... um the big deal there was it's not necessarily the wrestling part. I didn't really like the wrestling part. Mm. I liked the coming out of the entrance part and then the producing, <laughs> of, producing of the show. Yeah, sure. Um, so then, you know, that's when I decided when I go to college, I'm, I'm going to try to, the dream job was always, um, I would like to work for the WWE and make the, uh, the like promo packages, the, those movies yeah. from the, you know, those like movies before a match that they would play, like, especially in the attitude era, like, oh, yeah. like so unbelievable. So cool. Um, yeah. So I've always kind of wanted to like produce something in wrestling. Um, and then getting into wrestling was literally just me thinking, man, wouldn't they hire, you know, a guy to produce their videos that like was a wrestler it, <laughs> over a guy who wasn't come yeah. to find out later. The answer of that is no. They not, <laughs> not want wrestlers working for them in the backstage. So, well, whatever. But that that's sort of part of the reason why I started training to be a wrestler. And yeah, that's cool. Um, so you actually were a, a bit of a fan of the Major Brothers of you know Zach and Kurt prior to meeting them, correct? Um, well, I you know I was a big fan of. Uh, of Z Triller Island story. So, you know, I was, you know, back watching wrestling at that time. I just thought it was very interesting. YouTube was pretty new at the time. So, yeah. um, you know, I still had friends in the business, but yeah, I was a big fan of that YouTube show. I didn't know, really know anything about Brian and, you know, I was in grad school at the time. So 
I was very busy and I wasn't necessarily religiously watching wrestling. Okay. And so I, I really only got to know Brian or, and, and really what he was about when I started training at creative pro. Sure. Cause it was around that time. He wasn't really working with the company. Right. Um, so yeah, I suppose if you even were watching from time to time, like you weren't really seeing him. So that's, I knew who that's, he was. Yeah. Sure. Sure. But that's kind of cool that like, it was, it was Z true long Island story. That was the thing you were a fan of more so than, you know, watching, you know, the, the wrestling product. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody was right. So I, I definitely yeah. went to that, um, survivor series, you know, that we talk about a lot. Yes. And, yes. You know, I was there like, you know, wow. chanting, we want, we want broski or, or whatever we want. Yeah. Um, I really got back into wrestling hard when rock came back. He's one of my favorites. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I think this probably happens to a lot of people in and out. And then you hear oh, like, yeah. yep. The rock somebody's coming back. Yep. All right. I'll check out. Yeah. The I'll thing that'll never out. happen again is happening. I need to watch this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's sort of the rock brought me back in. And then, you know, he, I think he hoped the, the year he hosted the WrestleMania. I think that's what really brought me back in. Yeah. So then I was super excited when he was going to do that run of wrestling, but right. Yeah. That was, I was, I think that was WrestleMania 30, two or 31 when he hosted well okay i guess he did 30 that's right was like the i'm talking like years ago when he hosted like 2008 nine something like that oh okay oh after his hollywood run and then he went away for a little bit and then came yeah yeah he just did like a hosting of wrestling right right yeah yeah but um yeah i mean who wasn't a fan of z trailing that story i mean oh yeah like you know um underdog story Mm -hmm. pretty funny tongue in cheek wink right wink and a nod um yeah it's great cool well that's that's kind of the basic format it's like how how did you get into wrestling yeah. how did you get into the majors and then subsequently right. how did you get into the podcast well you are <laughs> the podcast so <laughs> right 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 well getting into the podcast was um i think i've told this story before but sure uh you know, I had been training uh, with Brian since 2015. I started um, training in, in February of 2015. And right away, the deal with wrestling, uh, and it's kind of the deal with a lot of things when you when you really look at it, is you have to make yourself valuable, right? So if you want to get booked on a show, you have to be valuable in some way to the promoter. And this is not saying like you need to pay him money or sell <laughs> 300 tickets while if you can sell 300 tickets, then great. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, everybody should be selling tickets to the wrestling show, whether that be a literally selling them to your family, <laughs> B being a name and then drawing people in, right? Yeah. Then yeah. you deserve to be on a show. C hanging up flyers. Because when you hang up flyers, you're selling tickets. Yeah. Uh, you know, D, and this is where I started doing stuff. Um, shortly after I started training, we, you know, we had our first, our only kid. Um, but uh, yeah. so I didn't really have the liberty to go flyering or anything like that. So I used my editing stuff right away. I said, let me help out in any way that I can with Creator Pro, with your shows, with your career, Brian, you know. Let me edit promos. Let me do commercials for the school. 
So I just became like the multimedia guy, started running the social media, the Instagram, the Facebook, a couple other students and I would do it. Um, yeah, shooting vignettes and um, promos for students, editing the shows together, creating like a multimedia presence for Creative Pro. You know, all pro bono, like, I, you know, whatever. Sure. I, I got some good spots on the show because of that stuff. And I got to wrestle <laughs> some really great people for Creative Pro. Um, you know, the, the thing that you wanted to do, uh, you know, get into wrestling so you could produce things. Right. Sounds like right. that's what happened there. So for that's sure. awesome. And congrats. And I spent yeah. a lot of time doing that stuff. And sure. it was for nothing except for opportunity and, mm-hmm. and learning and, and things like that. And at the time, I had a full-time job. Yeah. But years into it, you know, obviously, I became good friends with Brian. Um, you know, fairly good friends. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw them him tweet. I started, I actually saw Gary V and, uh, is a very, uh, if you know who he is, you guys should check him. If you don't know who he is, check him out. Gary Vaynerchuk just talks about, Oh yes. Doing things, you know, just like go do it. And I saw a a talk and he was just like, what are you most knowledgeable about? Like, what do you like the most? Go fucking, you know, talk about it somewhere. So that's when I started off the hop rope because I'm like, well, I really love beer and I love wrestling. Let's mix it together. Yeah. And then like eight weeks later, uh, you know, Brian tweets that thing where he's like, uh, Hey, you know, what, what do you guys think if we, we made a wrestling figure podcast and right away I was like already being into the podcasting, like sort of understanding a little bit about how to get it going and things like that. I just knew that it was going to be a deal that it was going to be entertaining, that it was going to be, it was going to serve a, a, a place in the podcasting world that didn't have anything. Right. And I just texted him immediately. Like, if you do this, like, um, I would love to help in any way. And, and when I started with the podcast, it was for nothing, just like everything else. And I just believe that if you, um, if you, if you just keep working hard at the stuff that you love, uh, you know, a it doesn't matter because you're you'd love doing it, but b yeah. good things will happen. Absolutely, uh, as long as you are honest with yourself and you are are working hard at it, and we all were working hard at it for oh, yeah. many months before there was even an inkling of a of a dime, you know, made right. on the podcast. Sure. So, yeah. that's how I got started with the podcast. I guess there I'm, we go. I'm very no, long winded. That's okay. Oh, that's awesome. It's a great story, you know, like. Yeah. You know, with with this kind of stuff, you know, we always hear a little bit of how it happened on the podcast, but you guys have other stuff to talk about, you know. So I, I think I think there'll be a lot of people that will want to hear that long winded nice. answer. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. I just think it's so cool how, you know, the first couple episodes, it was just like, you know, them kind of talking about you in the third person, you know, like, oh, you know, Mark you know mark doesn't want us to do this or you know mark doesn't right, want right. us to do that and then now you're you're on every episode and i, I just think it's amazing i you know you add this extra like oomph oh, to yeah. the show and it's it's oh, awesome thank you thank you yeah yeah yeah, yeah i completely I, I, completely agree you know it's just like there's other podcasts where you know they'll end up bringing the producer on or something i'm always kind of like oh you know I, I don't know them that's not who i came in to listen to but like you were so good with them that that it i i never once felt that way i'm like yeah this guy's cool when's he gonna be back on more so i'm right, also right. glad that you're like just you're not just the producer you are the show 
I appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's yeah. partly because I I also am a wrestler. I think that you know it's it's easy to accept sure. into the world if I was just like a regular guy. But um, well, and and early on, you you mentioned I would say not to do things. I'm these guys are like Broski's kind of knowledgeable with technology, but Brian is a caveman. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> early on, I I really it was tough. Like some of that early. Oh yeah, audio is pretty rough, and I'm like, guys, you cannot bang the microphones around like while you're right. doing it you've got <laughs> you to sit them on a table or something and i remember right. them telling them, this sucks they're on the table i'm like come on well, yeah. like, well they were doing it in like wrestling locker rooms and stuff you right. know I mean, yeah, back they had in the day, table stand, so it's like pull up right right yeah. <laughs> or i was telling billy yesterday the the chewing the the smart oh sweets chewing <laughs> yes <laughs> but they don't know and like for the longest time yeah. too they weren't wearing headphones I'm like, mm-hmm. guys, you got to wear headphones. Like, there was one time they cut out. Broski didn't know it because he's not listening. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, they go 30 minutes and then he had to go back. I'm like, bro, if you were wearing headphones, you would know. <laughs> or, or, you know, like, there's a couple episodes where it's just like, it's blown out. Audio is blown out, but it was just oh, yeah. too high, but he doesn't know because sure. yeah. they're wearing headphones. But now everybody yeah. wears headphones. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, and you go. Y'all have like matching microphones and setups and everything, yeah. so it all, you know, we we don't have that yet, but we're in yeah. those early stages. We're, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it, it's it's fun, uh, like that. Don't mess with that, yeah. Husvar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that clicking is big. Is uh, is big. touching yeah. your microphone? Yeah. <laughs> you can't hear nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you should be, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a couple questions for you, Mark. Um, sure. Little, I'm going to steer a w- little bit away from the um, the wrestling aspect of it. Um, and th- I'm sure this is going to be a tough question, but uh, what are three of your top favorite beers? Um, and, and I know you know seasonal they change, and you know there's a million different ones, but just like right now, what are your top top favorite three? Yeah, I uh, sort of really <clears throat> became a craft beer fan like uh, yeah. maybe four years ago. Okay, um, you know, uh, beer was like always my my drink of choice, but like I I sort of found out like like about four years ago, I'm like, oh man, this this can be way better than what you get at a gas station. It's like for sure. <laughs> so it's almost like comparing it to like buying you know fast food versus you know a real restaurant or something like that sure. or even chilies yeah. to a mom and pop like great italian restaurant or something sure. it's like sure. if you're gonna eat you might as well eat something great and if i'm gonna yeah. drink the calories i might as well have something yeah. good so um i love and this is like almost too easy but treehouse is one of the highest rated okay breweries in america it's it's Mm -hmm. only in the middle of massachusetts they do not Mm -hmm. distribute anywhere but it's always ranked the highest on all things it happens to only be 40 minutes from me when i was living in new york i would drive there all the time they're always an hour two hour long line it's it's amazing their specialty is new england style ipas that's like that um hazy juicy ipa yeah Mm -hmm. So yeah, their like flagship this. is Julius. Uh, so I, I would say that is my favorite beer. And okay. over Christmas time, I love Trogue's Mad Elf. Ooh, um, yes. It started buying that. I usually get it right around Thanksgiving. Um, and 
Then I will say uh, my buddy's brewery, two weeks notice. It's uh, right right near me. Okay. Um, Jeremy Leary, he runs uh, Blitzkrieg Pro. Good dude. Um, and Mark runs the brewery. And <laughs> they're just starting out, but I'm telling you, they're close to as as good as um, as Treehouse. And they have okay. a beer called Westside Big Slide. It's the same thing, New England style IPA. So nice. that's really my jam, like that kind of like – Maybe a double IPA New England style. So that, yeah. that's my favorite. Awesome. All, right. <laughs> all um, the people yeah. that don't drink are like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> that's me. That's all right. <laughs> With my yeah. gold peak Georgia peach tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a little few too many on our first recording. So I got to limit myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, stopped. I got I, my, my thing now is uh, I try to just only drink three a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like I usually have one for off the rope. Sure. And then, you know, like probably a couple watching Mandalorian or something like that. And then sure. it's like, you know, it's just, just like the whole body stuff, you know, training yeah. oh, and, absolutely. and things like that. So it's just, just to be healthy. No, absolutely. Cause I am, in, I, you know, the major fitness challenge I've, uh, you know, lost, uh, I believe about 54 pounds now from that. So, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, eating, you know, and, and all that, but my problem is, is once I pop one open and I mean, literally on our first recording, I, I think I drank five, uh, stone cold IPAs. So it was, oh, yeah, okay, I, yeah. you know, I woke up the next morning with a hangover, like, Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, I used to yeah. do that with off that rope too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah he's like, you have one, you have a, I would have a pre, then I would have one during yep, and then yep, like yep. after I'm editing it. So I'm like, ah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you're hanging out with your buddies, just having yeah. fun, you know, and the next thing you know, you're just the next thing you know, laying on the floor and, and you know, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Those tree houses are no joke either there. I remember my buddy went to the brewery, drove up from Connecticut to get them. And, and he, I, I, he had me come to like meet him at his house and he was already gone he was way yeah. gone he had like a couple you know like two well, or they're three. yeah they're double they're usually double yeah. so you know even the singles are mm-hmm. like seven percent seven point five so yeah. you know these are eight nine percent beers which is <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. effectively two you know bud lights right and then, and then they're 16 ounce cans so it's kind of like two and three quarter bud lights right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so um kind of moving from the beers um all three of us are, um, you know, pretty, pretty heavy into music, uh, as far as, you know, playing and, uh, performing and things like that. I've noticed in some of your, um, toy room videos, you have an acoustic guitar sitting in the background yeah. and I've, and I've tried to ask this on the show for question of the week multiple times, but for some reason it keeps not getting picked. <laughs> so you, why, make, but... <laughs> you make your own show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, no, I, I need the answer. So, um, you know, I, the question is, you know, do you play? And, uh, you know, if so, how long? And, you know, what, what kind of music are you into? Um, I, I, you know, I, I got a guitar, uh, you know, in seventh grade or something and and, sure. and tried to teach myself. It took a couple lessons or whatever. I, I played over the years. I, I've brought that acoustic guitar with me everywhere. Um, I'll occasionally strum it. Now I kind of just do it to, like, play with my daughter a little bit. Sure. I know some chords and some songs and nothing like literally bottom of the barrel. I can string together some chords. That's, that's about yeah. it. <laughs> so to, it's just kind of like a fun to do with my daughter. And, you know, yeah. I'll always, I always say like, yeah, I'll pick that up and, and mess around or something <laughs> like that. But I probably right. only play a couple times a year at this point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially lately uh, for me, I know, you know, 
working then of course uh working on my toy room and collecting and all it's just like completely taken over my life so uh you know i really right. haven't been playing too much lately but uh moving uh moving from that into the uh figures um what is your favorite rick flair figure in your collection I think the best uh, is the um, defining moments, Ric Flair, the black robe. Black robe, uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. also the black robe uh, ringside exclusive Jax is, is great as okay. well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but my favorite probably would be the extremely mint um, Remco two-pack that I got from, uh, oh, cool. from Zombie. Yeah. Unreal yeah. case yeah. fresh Remco yeah. two-pack just beautiful like he, he wears purple trunks in that one if i'm not mistaken correct i think so but it's okay. the, the um the kind of like that light pink purple kind of yeah 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 so i love that figure it's in the back of my thing but yeah i also i like the one of my flare shelves is just like a bunch of the random shit like the mm. little mini remcos and the and the rest and the muscles and the and yeah. the, the yeah. loyal sub uh I don't know. There's some so many weird little Ric Flairs from these yeah. like, wine boxes and, <laughs> yep. and stuff. I, so those are cool. But, yeah, yeah, I, I, I have that Funko Mystery Mini and yeah, and that's it. I'm talking cool. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, those are fun. Cool. Yeah. But the other far, thing, oh sorry, go ahead. It, you you were talking about uh, uh, you mentioned music. As far as listening, I it's like very weird. I just posted my Spotify thing. You know that just yeah. came out. Oh yeah, I yeah. saw that. It was like. Mostly like, like WWE. Well, it was like Drake, Drake was one, and then WWE was two, and then Lil Peep was three, and then Johnny Cash was four, and then Jack Johnson was five. And I'm like, wow, that could not be more right yeah. <laughs> all over the place. But yeah. Big variety. Yeah. That's really me. That's like me, and you know, I listen. I love to listen to rap while I work out, and mm. um, WWE when I work out. So that's really yeah. mostly. And then the car with you know my daughter Jack Johnson. That's where that comes in. So. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I a lot of what I end up listening to now is like Baby Shark. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> I kinda made the I kinda made the decision to not play kids music, right? Like why am I playing crappy kids music or kids bop when nah, I can just play the bop. actual song? No, so I'm with you. My, I'm playing my, the Beatles. You can listen to the yeah. Beatles. Well, Absolutely. so it, the the reason why I let that kind of fly by is so like my son, he just turned three yeah. and um, like he'll listen to that. But then he also um, he, uh, he his tastes are very eclectic. Like he'll listen to Beach Boys, hmm. you know, like, you know, and it's easy enough, you know, especially stuff like Ba Ba Ba. you know stuff like that but then like i remember hearing something like just in the background like it was a commercial or something and and it was playing like the you know he has not seen the movie but um he likes the theme song to Django unchained oh yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) Django. oh yeah so kids uh, kids hold on to those weird right so it's like all right you can listen to that song i'm still not going to show you the movie but (laughs) (laughs) so he listens to all kinds of things so baby shark doesn't bother me that much if it's thrown in every once in a while yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right i had uh i had quite a few questions for you mark but i'll I'll try to limit it for you a little bit Um, whatever yeah so i I, what's up jake i was gonna say just two 
Just two? Okay. Yeah, don't, don't, don't go full psycho on him like you always do. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm, no, I just bust his chops. I always call him. The, we call him the psycho around here. So, <laughs> See how they treat me, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I was wondering who was your uh, mo- the most favorite person that you wrestled in, in your career so far? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, are you talking names or just any, any human? Any, anybody, um, you know, we all know Moxley and everything, but just, just yeah. anyone. Well, um, I think that, uh, I, I love to wrestle Max Caster. Uh, Max Caster just recently signed to AEW. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He was a day one creative pro student. We talked about it on the show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I came in, I would say like six months or f- or five months after the creative pro started. So, you know, we were basically in the same class and I had trained before. So we were really on the same level and uh, we came up together. And um, one of the things that we did for an entire year is either before or after class, me and Max would have an entire Basically, a thirty-minute Ironman match um, on the fly every day. Hmm. You know, mostly for uh, just like get your your wind up, but also just like learning how to sure. handle situations in the ring. It's not necessarily how they do things nowadays on the fly, but I think that it's very important for wrestlers to be comfortable if something fucks up, and and it. Yeah. Doing that helped me so much because, A, it gave me the confidence to know that if anything ever happened in the ring, which it always does, you you are good enough to work your way out of it and back to where you need to be. Because when you're so new and you're and you whatever, if you fucking have a brain fart and you can't um, remember what's next, like, oh, my God. And then it, the whole match goes to shit. But if you're like, yeah. I can't remember. Whatever, I'll kick them. You know, we'll we'll stall a little. We'll figure it out. But you are confident enough to know that you can work around a little bit and get back. So, um, and then just like being so uh in 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 tune with Max, you know, we, we wrestled so many times, so, right. like for hours. Um, so I would say Max is one of my favorite uh, opponents, and he and he's just so good, so athletic, bumps around, just like you know, um. So I would say Max Caster, but then uh, names. Let me see. <laughs> oh, let me turn and look at the shelf because I forgot all the big names I've worked with. Now yeah. my shelf's really cool. It's empty. One. Um, no, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Tommy Dreamer was the smartest. He put together a, a four-on-four match that was just like unbelievable. And when we were so new, and uh, it just it made me like really respect him. Yeah. Um, Jerry Lawler was just like a holy shit. I'm wrestling Jerry Lawler type of deal. And, and he was great. Funny story with him is he, um, whatever we called the match and, and, uh, he was going to do this or that. And, and, uh, we had a spot where he's punching me, punching me, something, something. And I bump on the punch. Then right before we go out, he looks, the crowd's pretty good. They're cheering. He looks like he's feeling good. And he turns and he's like, Hey, you know, after that punch, I'm going to hit you with a drop kick. I'm like, okay, like two years ago. So I was like, whatever. And he fucking hit that dropkick and people went nuts. (laughs) That's awesome. And he has such a unique dropkick. Yeah, yeah. it's great. And it's like his his old man, like, I'm just going to like somehow like just 
make my whole body fall at you. <laughs> but, <laughs> ah, it was so good. It was so but good. no, that's he, he that's great. awesome. Very yeah. nice and um, fun match and. Uh, and then I guess like Rikishi was really cool and um, oh, it was cool. a very weird situation, but he put it together very quickly and it was a lot of young new people in it and uh, got to take the, the stink I, face there at yeah. the end. That was, oh, <laughs> that's I was just going to ask. Um, How'd that smell? <laughs> no, it was fine. It was fine. Um, but yeah, uh, so those are the guys that stand up. Oh, Gangrel was great. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's unreal. Like just, just like ready to do whatever you want. Yeah. And everybody's got that. Brian's told great stories about mm-hmm. Gangrel. So yeah, but no, nobody really any no assholes or anything like that. Yeah. So no, that's good. awesome. <laughs> nah, yeah. we wouldn't ask about that anyway. Yeah. We yeah. don't. Yeah. We don't want the drama. Yeah. Right. I was going to say and follow up to, to Max Caster. So I I went to both of Brian's Russell Pro shows uh, in August oh, yeah. and September, and uh, I in the September one Max Caster was there, and it was my first time meeting him and seeing him wrestle and it was cool for my photo op he put the chains around me and i that's you cool know, he posed me it was really cool but I, I just seeing him wrestle for the first time was he he's amazing he, yeah. he's like I, i'd say underrated like he, he's awesome yeah i um i've always said he's really good and he had this rapping thing that made him so talented and he and he is tall he's like six two and jack it's like how is he not making yeah. a lot of money in pro wrestling so finally it happened I just feel like uh, it's it's great. Uh, it's really interesting and cool that AEW um, sort of looked because it's not like Max Caster had a ton of fanfare. You know, he is right. not. You know, as you said, you really love Danhausen, and, and everybody lo- knows who Danhausen is, mm-hmm. and it's great. You know, he's now with Ring of Honor, so that's awesome. But like Max didn't come with that, right? So it's really not neat that um, you know AEW found him and and with very little fanfare. Because so, he's so good, and and with with some of that, and I, I I don't want it to to seem like it's taking any credit away from the performers or or anything like that. Because obviously, like a lot of you have put in so much work and time and effort. Um, but does does something like that come? You know, and and maybe even your appearances do do things like that come from word of mouth with people that you've worked with before, and they you know say like an MJF or something like that, and they're like, hey, you know, we we have these people that are very good, you know, take a look at them or anything like that. Yeah. Oh my God, bro. I mean, look. I mean, you know, I don't. Uh- no, no, no. Uh, you know, I don't no, want to you know, break exactly kayfabe and all that stuff. But, you know, just just curious, you know, a little of how some of that works. Yeah. So. I think that we're talking about we're talking about real life here. Right. Yes. So you're, yes. you're talking in, in the terms of wrestling, but I, the world is is mostly about who, you know, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. True. You okay? uh, you you need to. It is a on you to make connections yes and you and i don't think that anybody uh, it's like you know anybody who says like you're there because you're friends with so-and-so or or whatever yeah fuck yeah i'm there because i'm friends with so-and-so yeah yeah because like you know i you know i don't know who i'm talking about me yeah for example there's a lot of things that i got because i helped somebody with something because i helped did a free highlight video for them or whatever, and I don't give right. a fuck. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> no, good, uh, good. So it's like, it's like, uh, that's how I got my opportunities, and it not doesn't mean that I worked any less hard than somebody. 
you know? No, I so, mean, you, yeah. you worked very hard to even be able oh, to yeah. create those opportunities themselves, right. you know? So, so if, my, my thing to say to people is, um, you, in, in life and, you know, when I did grad school, I, I fucking went to school. I, I got the grades. I got C's, you know, and I left with the piece of paper and I got me nothing. No right. internships, no connections with anybody, no real experience. Right. And nobody gives a crap about your degree. <laughs> so it's like I had to go to grad school and make connections in the film business and, and make connections in film. And, and in wrestling, you have to make those connections as well. It's the same thing in any walk of life. You've got to make connections. You've got to do things for free. You've got to mm-hmm. um, you you've got to make things happen. Uh, uh, you have to eat shit in your free time. You have to mm-hmm. you know push on that kind of thing. So, uh, anyways, that, that's I guess you know to to your point for sure. Yeah, it's 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 a lot about people helping people. Sure, and and that that happens in the wrestling business big time, big time. It and I mean anything in you know any sort of business yeah um, you know and and I, I'm I'm glad that you you broke into a lot of that stuff too uh, you know being a person that has worked in in many different things uh, as well you know to certain degrees like I always have people asking like how did you do things how did you, you know, how did you get to do that like how are you so lucky to do things and it's like I. I, I've put in work. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And exactly. and put the time. You know, but but the thing is, I, I think what it all boils down to is is kind of like you were saying, and uh, you had mentioned, I forget his name, the guy earlier that you mentioned. It basically it's like if you want to do something, you just do it. Yeah. And and to me, like that's that's like for anybody listening, like the motivational aspect of any of this conversation, which again, I, I really love that. It kind of moved in into that direction because yes, if there's something that you want to do, obviously it does have to fit within your means, but just do it. Right. You know, that was like just with this podcast, we didn't talk about yeah. it or, I mean, we talked about it amongst ourselves, but we didn't go saying, Hey, would people be interested? Yeah, or yeah, Do yeah. you want to do this? Or you want to do that? And it's like, no, we're going to, do a thing and see where it goes and hopefully people like it. And that's, that's yeah, kind of how you have knows, to do it with anything. Yeah. And who knows what comes out of it? Like right. whatever you guys do this podcast, Husfar gets himself a microphone next thing you know, <laughs> I'm just saying next thing you know, in two years yeah. now he has a microphone and now he starts yeah. a, a freaking Philadelphia Phillies podcast or something like that. And <laughs> yeah. he starts making money. Who knows? Like yeah. it, right. I started that off that broke podcast at this yes. point we get free beer sometimes. Uh, but other than yeah. that, it's not much, but if I didn't start off that broke podcast and didn't have that knowledge, mm-hmm. I don't think that Brian would have come to me right away. And I don't know if I would be doing this right now. So right. there's a lot of those kind of things. And, oh, and, yeah. and that Gary V thing woke that me thing. up yeah. to, to, to start doing this stuff. And to the thing about just doing stuff, I think I mentioned this on the pod, something, a Twitch stream, something we did. Uh, but we had a lot of people you know this is talking to the major marks right now we wanted to hire two positions and right. we went straight to our people um and you know we didn't take any outside um people uh you know applications from anybody but uh you know people in the in the mm-hmm. facebook group or whatever and you know we 
we talked to a lot of great people, a lot of uh, qualified and skilled people, but the two guys that we ended up hiring and, you know, maybe people were upset with this, but the two people we ended up hiring were people that we were intrinsically like, like familiar with because they were doing stuff for us. Right. And and I'm not saying go out and do stuff for free. Like a lot of people get that mixed up. Like, right. uh, We're going to do stuff for free. It's just (laughs) like, you know, D freedom for fun does this weird right. <laughs> photography right. stuff. Right. And then yeah. he would give us stuff. He'd be like, here, do you want that? And we were like, yes, that's great. Thank you very much. Thank you for the help. And, yeah. um, you know, so that's why he's doing that. And David C. Anderson right. was always very helpful to us and, and sure. authoritative. And we just thought that it, it was, perfect was, fit. Was, a, was a perfect fit. So yeah. I'm not, not telling you guys that you need to go do stuff for, for free, but right. I am telling you that like, in any walk of life, even if you're just a wrestling fan and you want to go do something else, go try helping people out for little to nothing. You know, learn learn things, right. be humble, uh, eat shit. Yeah. And yes. I be, a, be two, okay with failing. Yeah, 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 for sure. But you you also have to like work very hard, especially if you have a full time job. And there's not many oh, people yeah. out there that you know are over college age that don't, but you know, for two years, I worked um, full time, 40 hours a week with a kid, plus a wrestling career, plus edited this podcast and the yep. On Top Rope podcast and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was a fucking lot of work and I oh, didn't yes. have a life. And I'm a just lot of now, sacrifices. Right. And I'm just now this year f- com- coming back to like things that I completely have forgotten about for five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Comic books. Watching fucking movies that I haven't seen, like catching up yeah. on movies, yeah. yeah, relaxing, having dinner with the family, like that's great. Um, so you know, very happy with yeah. that. But just understand, you, you know, put that, that work in. Yeah, there is there is years yeah. of 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 eating shit. I think that oh, really yeah. needs to happen. Yeah, I mean, definitely hard work really does pay off. You know, I mean, you put in the time, you put in the effort, and like you said, you, you eat a shit sandwich with a smile <laughs> on your face, and you got to do that. And it, you know, and sometimes you might fail, and hey, you just got to move on and figure out, you know, what's my next step to get to my goal, you know, right. and and you just got to bust your ass and make it happen. So that's that's great advice for anybody listening, and um, you know, what a, what a great story that now, you know, you, the fruits of your labor are finally starting to pay off, you know, and you're able to spend time with your family and, you know, yeah. catch up on those little things, you know, and, and do all that stuff. So that's, that's really great. I will say this though. Uh, and I don't want anybody to feel bad for me or anything like that, because <laughs> when I was doing that stuff, I was having fun. So I, I, look, sure. I, I think I mentioned this on the pod before, but I played a lot of fucking world of Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Yep. Yeah. It's very into that game. Like that was my hobby for many, many years. Um, and I was playing that game up until I started editing this podcast. And then that was one of the first things that went, but not because it's like, man, I would really love to play. It was more like, I am really enjoying editing this video. I am really enjoying being part of this podcast and doing this stuff. So I think right. it's very easy to do what I was doing when you love the thing that you're doing that's very that's the important part of it so i would say to everybody figure out what the fuck you would like to do when you yeah. get home and then try to make that your thing yeah 100 percent. that's Couldn't uh, agree more i love that's this. great yeah. yeah this is great because i mean even just me personally you know my job is is very stressful and very hectic um, i work at a car dealership 
uh, in the service department. So, you know, I, yeah, yeah, I sure. get a lot of people pissed off all the time and I got to handle it. And, um, but you know, this is an outlet for me just, you know, hanging out with my buddies and, and obviously we talk about collecting wrestling. I mean, everything we're talking about right now. And it just really like, I literally love this. Like, this is fun for me and you know, yep. we're not getting paid for this or nothing, yep. but, and it's so cool to be able to, you know, just interact with you guys. And, um, you know, of course, obviously Mark, Brian, Matt, um, you know, even even that little guy Swaggle who stole my shoe, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, but it's just it's so awesome to be able to um, you know just have this outlet to where we can all you know get together and just have fun and you know and we were able to kind of swerve to the side a little bit and do our own podcast now about the the show, which is really cool and it's a lot of fun and you know we really get to know people and just you know hear about you know their their personal lives and you know we see the outside you know we see their collections or what they're into that day or this day whatever but you know to actually have them you know on the show and then we're like oh this you know this guy's married i had no clue i thought he was just a loser lived in his mom's basement (laughs) or you know (laughs) you know something like that so it's really cool i think yeah i think you guys got to keep doing it keep doing what you really like and um you know who who, head down who knows what comes out of it i didn't make a freaking dime in pro wrestling For seven years, I'm li- yeah. literally I spent money, Pro- yeah. probably spent made negative ten thousand dollars in this thing <laughs> for seven years. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, you or, or it, actually, I like it is what you make of it way better than is it is. Uh, yes, it. yep. No, that's that's like a great that. way to put it. I've never really liked that quote. I like yeah. yours much better. Yeah. That needs to be on a T-shirt, I believe, on the, <laughs> on the Smart Mark Sterling uh, <laughs> sure. Pro Wrestling T-shirt store. <laughs> Um, my last question for you, Mark, is yeah. um, so you have gotten all of us addicted to Marvel Legends, yeah. uh, me included. I've I've spent way too much Jake's money like, on Marvel no, Legends. Not me. He's, he's feeling it. <laughs> not, not Jake. <laughs> but um, out of all the Marvel Legends you own, what would you say your favorite is? I know that's hmm. a lot, but. <laughs> uh, hmm. I think. You know what? You know what stinks about the Marvel Legends collection that I got? I got it way too fast. It was like, oh, are you getting like, bored? You know, when you get an elite, you get the one, and you can open it, and you can sort yeah. of look at you it and really appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah. I have so many cool effing Marvel Legends. <laughs> four years of cool Marvel Legends, and I just got them all and opened them in like an hour and a half broadcast. It's like, then I I did spend a day. It's, Hang, you know, setting them up, but like I never really got to appreciate them. But, um, the 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 there's a bunch of them now. I don't know which version it is, but my cable that is sitting with with X Force is my favorite. This is the only toy that I have from my childhood. Uh, oh yeah, oh, wow. you, you guys can't see this, too. but this That's is the cool. Toy Biz cable. Yeah, this was my top guy. It's a great figure. He he was my he led all my superheroes. He was the leader. <laughs> I love them. I love the cable books when I was a kid. So, oh, yeah. um, little Nathan Summers, the Marvel mm-hmm. Legends that looks the most like this is yeah, is like my favorite Marvel Legends that I have. But I just read, uh, I just opened these. I just read um, Old Man Logan the, the first time that they introduced it. It I yeah. talked about this on my Twitch stream. Yep. It's a great comic. It's like so, so good. good. It's only so good books or something like this, like very quick. But uh, I opened that two pack, the, the old man Logan and, and Hawkeye, and 
uh, I just could really appreciate it after just reading the book. So I love those yeah. as well. With the little baby Hulk and so yeah. awesome. Oh my but, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the posability of the, of the Hasbro figures in general, you know, I started to really see the other Hasbro figures after the Marvel legends thing, mm. like the black series and the mm-hmm. ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all similarly made and great with posability and, um, uh, you know, they're not as heavy duty as, as Mattel elites, but, uh, look way cooler standing up. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, uh, you know, with any collection, you know, you gotta, you gotta have your limits. So, you know, I, I pick up a, a Marvel legend every, every now and then. And, you know, I got like some of the, um, like the Netflix shows, you know, I got the, the Punisher and the daredevil and, Oh yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, I need yeah. Those. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. And then, uh, like lately I've been getting the, um, the X-Men movie one oh, yeah. that just came out. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried actually, about those. I, I that was actually the one that had... Alive. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I don't know if they're going to continue with those because they're not <laughs> doing yeah. too hot. Oh, they're they're sh- they're peg warmers for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. every time I, I go out, I, I'm seeing the uh, Professor X Magneto 2-pack, which is amazing that it has, right. you know, Michael Fassbender heads. and... Uh, Ian McKellen and you know James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart like that's that's great you know right. and um so like I've I've always been a I've always been an X Men guy I named my son Logan after Wolverine oh you did that's yes. awesome yes um if uh, if if I had a girl the middle name was gonna be Rogue so uh, awesome um, so anyway yeah look look what Husfar oh, wow. has holy cow. very first appearance of Wolverine in, in a comic. Oop. And, wow. uh, they actually make that as a two pack. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, need that. I need it big time. And I, actually, uh, I, I ordered it and then something happened and I was like, it's something happened. And then it like, didn't go through. I don't know if it was a wrong credit card or something. And then oh, I was no. just like, ah, figure fate. I'm not, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I've always been an X-Men fan and, and I, you know, it, it of course has its detractors and whatever, but I I'm a big fan of the film series, so that I've been I've been focusing on those. And so, are you an MCU fan? Yes, big time. Okay, yeah. so let me ask you this very important question. Okay, uh, would you rather uh, they figure out a way to interestingly attach the fox into the MCU canon, or mm-hmm. do you want them to? Say that's the end of those. There was a nice run, but let, we're going to reboot everything. It's interesting. I I, <laughs> I kind of go both ways in that department. Um, I love that fr- film franchise, and I think there's a lot of you know really great people. But then then where do you go? Do you do you just go with the younger cast? Do you go with the older cast? You know, trying to think from a business standpoint, I don't know that they would keep older cast members because. Or go with older cast members because how long is Halle Berry going to do X Men movies yeah. at this point? You know, she already had a career doing them for you know over a decade, and you know she's got to be getting you know in her fifties, right? Or somewhere around there. Like you know they're going to start needing some younger people. So I don't know. <laughs> I logic kind of dictates my feeling of where they should go. I think I think Hugh Jackman had a great send off. An Me amazing too. last movie. 
we'll, you might as well just kind of start it over. Bringing Deadpool in is fun and and it makes sense. The whole fourth wall breaking, he can make a joke about. Am I in a Fox movie or a Disney movie? Ha ha ha! Yeah, yeah, and yeah, move yeah. on. So I suppose probably just reboot. Yeah, that's my vote too. I well, I, I feel like those movies are are great and and they and the other thing too. I think that Marvel is going to make better movies, and this is not saying anything against the Fox no, movies. I just think that, like in two, you know, two thousand whatever, when they first came out, like they couldn't have done. Yeah, the, the storytelling has gotten so much better in in movies, and and MCU is just fuck, fuck, unreal. Yeah. So um, those movies, those original ones, were like, oh my god, this is what a superhero movie is. Yes. Then it just gets better and better over the years, and now we're where we are, where it's just you could never even hope to have a movie that good. So right. Um, I, my thing is reboot that shit and we're yeah. going to get them awesome X-Men stories. No, we are. We for yeah, sure. Are. I can't for, wait for me. It's, it's tough because um, like, if you look at say like civil war, civil war in the comic books had the X-Men in it. So it's like how, you know, like, but I've been hearing rumors that with this, um, Scarlet Witch kind of warping reality kind of thing with all the you know her series coming out with and the then WandaVision coming out. Her supposed to be in Doctor Strange, the new Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, that it that's how they're gonna retcon everything. They're gonna mm-hmm. be like, oh, the you know the X Men were always there. You know, just have like a little scene and show you know them when they're running at each other and, and have <laughs> them you know have like the new Wolverine or whatever. But you know, I've been been hearing a lot about multiverse too, and they're gonna you know have maybe have Hugh Jackman do a little cameo, but but then you know transition into a new Wolverine. But these are all rumors I hear you know through the grapevine on the internet. So. Right. Um, yeah. Who yeah. knows? I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing too. <laughs> to go back to what I was saying, for multiple years, like I didn't know shit was that. I, you know, Black Panther comes out. I'm like, oh, that's a movie. I like. It. I was so, <laughs> but I love it. You so are much. out of it. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I was just so focused, head down on this other stuff that, uh, you know, nothing else existed. But right. not even saying that's healthy. But <laughs> that's just what happened. <laughs> but I'm happy to be to be you know, back doing this. I'm not sure if I mentioned on the pod, but we just started, me and my wife started watching the MCU from timeline order. Oh, I I think you posted it maybe in the group or something. So yeah, that's, I've done that. It's fun. It's great. You know, you you start with, you know, uh, Captain America, first Avenger, I suppose. Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Just keep going. It's great. And then it's it's pretty neat because you you watch the two Guardians of the Galaxies right after another one after another. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's cool. You don't yep. get that huge year gap, but yep. And then all the ones after Ultron are just like Bing Bing Bing, so good, and they all like run into each other. It's, it's yeah, cool. yeah. So. I feel like bare minimum Brian over here. I don't know what the <laughs> hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Great. He's a Batman guy. Ah, well, love well, the Hey, Batman's great too. Yeah. I'm just love Batman yeah. too. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's uh, really actually yeah, because uh, we actually just recently got Disney Plus, so um, I did see that how they had that timeline on there. So yeah, I think I mean I've I've actually seen most of those movies anyway, so definitely familiar with them. But I'm just I really don't don't know any history of the uh, you know the characters or the toys or anything like that because I never never had them when I was a kid or anything. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. so. 
So yeah, sometimes pretty that's much, fine. I think that yeah. going into the MCU movies without holding on to this like nerdy like but Wolverine right. or something like <laughs> right, that. Right, right, yeah. I <laughs> have no clue. Eliminate so. that and yeah. you just watch it for a movie. Right. Yeah. You're just like, okay, everything's gonna be different, and you have to be okay with that. Then yes. Right. I remember yeah. seeing like, you know, some Spider Man just walking up being so mad because like somebody's hair wasn't blue. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Right. It's, an it's adaptation. like <laughs> right. It's like there are seventy five plus years worth of comics. How are they supposed to do one specific thing verbatim? Like Yeah, you can't That's just get the right. essence of the characters and some stories and make some cool new stuff. Right. Exactly. So Well, I would say, you know, we're hitting that hour mark. Yeah. We should probably start to wind things down a little bit all right um and uh so we are gonna move into uh answering some fan questions to give away our four by sixes the nice. main oh! pod gives away eight by tens <laughs> we give away four by six sweet yeah baby um and and mark if you want to uh give give your answers as well feel free um sure. the huspar take it away Oh man, there's so many, so many good ones. Um, I'm gonna do this one because I'm gonna stir the pot a little bit. What is the most you have paid for for a figure? That's um, William Kliski said that question. Um, I'm gonna have to say, for me personally, it's I just got this NWO Macho Man uh, ringside exclusive, Ooh, and that yeah. cost me a pretty penny. Uh, you want me to say how much? Or- of course. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, that's that's the question, baby. You got to answer um, it. So I I paid um I paid about so he threw in a Macho Man micro brawler as well, and I got it for three hundred even. So wow. I, I'd say, um, wrestling wise, that's most expensive. Non wrestling wise is my Conan statue, my Conan the Barbarian war paint statue. I think that was like twelve hundred dollars. I think it cost me. Um, but it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, wow. thing is fucking oh. sweet. It is. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Payment plans are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, the most I've paid for like a single figure or collectible, I think, would be. Um, so I'm a big fan of the uh, horror movie series Puppet Master. Yes, and uh, there was a six shooter puppet uh, that was three hundred dollars. Um, but yeah, after that, gosh, I don't know. I I've been pretty lucky, you know, as far as like wrestling figures go, I think the most I've really paid for is probably the major figures, Mm. you know, just, you know, right out of the gate, you know, like the hundred bucks or whatever. Luckily I haven't had to pay too crazy of numbers for aftermarket prices. So Mm. Jake. Well, uh, I feel like bare minimum Brian again over here, but, uh, <laughs> no, um, actually just recently, um, so I'm, you know, as you guys know, I'm getting pretty close on finishing my Hasbro collection. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, the, well, two figures ago, I, uh, series eight undertaker with the cloak. Uh, I got that for uh one ninety five. Oh, so wow. I got that from, Holy uh, moly. from, <laughs> from our our good friend Mitch from uh, Hastel Toy, oh, so yeah. Interesting. yeah, 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 yeah. So, but that's uh, that's the most I ever spent on on one figure. So, 
about you, Mark? I, I honestly, <laughs> 150. I think a bunch of 150s. Oh, wow. You know, a couple of the Hasbros. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I think one of the He-Man figures I got from Super Seven were, were up there. Uh, there might have been one of the Marvel Legends that was like 125. Um, nothing really nuts. It's like um, yeah. I, a lot of the stuff that I have are. I didn't really go back and buy a lot of stuff. I collect the power of the force and that's cheap as hell. Right. Uh, I, I did just commission. Um, so this is probably it. This, it, um, the, uh, you know, the ECW statues that Brian's getting. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. What's, what? I, forget I forget his name. I forget. I just talked to him, yeah. but I, I just commissioned red robe flair to, to get from oh, wow. with, the, with the statue. So, um, nice. I haven't paid it yet, but that that will be the <laughs> most that I ever paid for. And those are what, like three, three hundred bucks. I, but if you get a couple people to do it, if you get a couple couple people to use the mold, then it can be yeah. less. And I think there's a bunch of people he wants for that. So, how far are you going to try and jump in on that? Or well, what? I, to be honest, I I already <laughs> talked to the guy like months oh. ago. I really wanted a Raven. I wanted him to do. He could he he can do whatever um, design like. You know, I, Raven has like the comic book characters on his shirts. He could do whatever you want on the shirts too. So I, I would have done like a Batman on it because I'm I'm a huge hmm. Batman guy. But uh, it was like three hundred. He was going to charge me, and I just I didn't have the money saved up at the time. So right. it's, it's on my it's on my list to get. I would love one. Nice, yeah. nice. Oh, I just bought that Razor Crest for four hundred. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. I yet, too. but. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I felt yeah, like you, such an idiot when everybody was talking about that. I thought they were, I heard Hasbro saying, Razor. I'm like, what is there like a secret Razor Ramon figure that came out that <laughs> you know I don't know about? I, I was like, what is this Razor thing? <laughs> right, right. Oh, right. it's and and I mean I, I like Star Wars and Mandalorian and all that, but like I'm not deep in the lore. So yeah, I'm like yeah, Razor Ramon, right. what's a crest? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, yeah. my crest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, uh, Billy, oh me, me? okay. Yeah, go, ahead. Well, go ahead, no, go ahead. All right, you, you first, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if if we might potentially have the same question. So, um, I'm gonna go with uh, this person refers to themselves as the Michael Jordan of Ask Major Pod, Michael and Puma. Oh, that was what I picked. <laughs> Do you have another one? <laughs> yeah, I got another one. I got a break. okay. First, I want to say that I love the pod. My question is, were you guys worried about any backlash from the guys or anyone else about starting this pod? Thankfully, it's been the complete opposite. Um, no, I didn't have a, a a worry about it. You know, not not at first or anything. Like we'd been planning for a while of doing something fun and creative, and we we figured we had a a, a good um, relationship built between the three of us and a chemistry built that I knew we'd be able to deliver a, a fun product that could talk to other fans and, you know, maybe, maybe the guys or people connected to the guys eventually, um, to offer fans just something different that they don't get from the main pod that is still about the main pod. Um, and to me, all I ever thought about was, did I think the numbers would be as big as it is? No, but I thought that people would enjoy it. And I thought, you know, people like 
Matt, Brian, and Mark might be like, oh, hey, that's fun that, a, you know, some fans started a podcast about it. And then we released it. And I'm like, uh-oh, what if, what if people get mad about it? What if they start questioning, like, why are they doing this? We didn't approve of this. But that didn't last long. You know, the, the again, you know, the, the outpouring of love towards it was very big that first day. And Mark, you came on like right away. You're like, oh my God, I'm listening now. This yeah. is great or something. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's funny because a couple of years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, Tommy Boy from Massachusetts and, and asked if he, him and Joe Shoes could do a thing just like this. <laughs> and Broski said, absolutely not. But like the the difference really with that is they wanted like a, they wanted like a connected thing. They wanted Mm. some sort of connected thing. And, uh, you know, it's just like, we weren't like, like, ah, you know, but, but, but coincidentally, if Tommy boy from Massachusetts and and Joe shoes just started a podcast, we wouldn't have said anything because it's not, it's not ours. and, And it's like, it's neat. And and it's it's like that going back to that thing of like, if you want to do something, do it. And um, right. you know, it like shows the the gumption, if that makes any sense. Like, sure. When right. they asked us, it was almost like, can you help us do this? And it's like, no, yeah, like, no, you, you do it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you know, and that was the thing. Like, we never had any like, they're gonna make us part of their, you know, thing. Like, no, you know, we you know, and and you know, graciously, we've been happy that you've, you know, all given us props and mentions and retweets and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But no, there was never a, uh, I'll, I'll bet that they'll, you know, make us official yeah. or something. No, we never <laughs> They're thought gonna anything. They're going to pay us. <laughs> uh, no. Hus- Jake, Husbar, what do you guys think? Well, I mean, I felt, um, you know, I was, uh, I had no clue it was going to blow up like it did. I mean, I was shocked, really. I mean, I thought may- maybe, like, three or four people might listen to 10 minutes of it, you know, and, and I had no clue that I like a lot of, I mean, I got so many messages and, you know, everybody's like, Oh my God, this is awesome. And, you know, I definitely didn't want to step on, you know, anyone's toes or, you know, um, you know, the, the thought did cross my mind and hey, maybe we should ask, but at the same time I figured, you know, why don't we just go ahead and do it? If, if they don't like it or they want it to want to shut it down. Absolutely. You know I mean? Cause I don't, like I said, I don't want to step on anyone's toes or be disrespectful by any means, because at the end of the day, uh, all we're trying to do is, you know, just kind of take what the podcast offers and give more of an in-depth look at all the major marks and just talk to everybody and kind of just open up the community a little more to, you know, just kind of get to know one another on a, on a different level. You know, we can actually hear these people talk and we can, you know, talk about their actual collections instead of just, you know, doing a post here or a post there, you know, just little things like that. And it's just, it's a, it's a fun way for, for us to be creative and uh, for, for everyone to get involved. So I, you know, it, it, to answer the question, uh, you know, no, I, I wasn't scared, but I did want to make, you know, be respectful at the same time. So. Yeah, I, I agree with Jake on that. I, you know, I didn't have any worries about, you know, making it or anything. I, I just had worries that, mainly if, if people were going to like it and, you know, I, I mean, I, I enjoy, you know, doing it with Billy and Billy and Jake, you know, it, it's either my friends and, you know, it's, oh, it's Billy. a good time. Oh, Billy. Um, <laughs> I enjoy it, you know, and everything, but I, you know, I had a, a little, I wanted it to be successful too. You know, I wanted other sure. people to, 
to kind of get the message that we were, you know, trying to get across about how much we love the major pod and how much yeah. it means to us. And, and, you know, the, the support has been so overwhelming and I, I couldn't ask for anything, anything better than what we're getting. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, to the last question, luckily I picked three. Um, it's going to be Scott Yeager. Which of the things the guys say on the pod <laughs> as what up dead, take a shot, no hair, no flair, etc., has crept into your daily voc- vocabulary the most? Well, for me, um, I tend to ramble and talk really fast sometimes. So I do stutter and mix up my words. So I'm, I'll literally be at work and I'll be talking to my buddies and we're just bullshitting for a minute. And then I'm like, you know, middle, oh, take a shot. You know, and I, I say that shit all the time and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? <laughs> so, it's, you know, I, I definitely do that one a lot. And, you know, what up, dude? I, I do that all the time, too. So uh, <laughs> what about you guys? Um, there's yeah, it's three for me. What up, dad? I, I say on, on the reg, um, take a shot. I'm always learning my words. And um, what was the third one? Uh, I was today years old. Oh yeah, Uh, I'm learning stuff every day. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's funny. I've I've noticed myself using today years old more as well. Like Mm -hmm. it was another one of those like sayings I started hearing people say like years ago, and I was like, oh, that's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And now I own the t-shirt. And now I'm just like, like I'm in it. I'm like, yeah, like today years old. (laughs) Um, Legit, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I don't know what else, like, uh, you know, scratch that figure itch, you know, uh, FOMO, you know, FOMO, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, mm. fig bath, FOMO. fig bath, yeah. uh, more so my, my wife makes fun of me because of the fig back thing. Like it's something I've always done anyway. Like you get something used and like it has, you know, some gunk or something on it. You're like, well, this needs to be cleaned. And so I'm it's like, just well, weird when you're in this tub, but naked by it with like all these toys. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? Using the figure as the soap. <laughs> um, but it, it's funny. She's like, oh my gosh, look what you've done to our kid. You know, he'll get a new toy and he'll want to go make sure it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I don't know. Little things like that. Mark. Um, I don't know. Like, you know, I just like talk. I think I got, you know, I use ski a lot. I used to use that a lot. Oh yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Me, same, same here. I've always kind of ski used to words. Ski. Yep. Yeah. Um, like your hat. I, 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 yeah, exactly. This is a you know, Brian just said this to me. Um, <laughs> I, I use like, I'm getting itchy for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I would say that. Yeah. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, you're pretty much right. We're out of time. (laughs) (laughs) So is there, yeah, I I, I do real quick. um, I got this uh, in the group. I doing a giveaway um, and I I said, I'll pick somebody. So Mr. Morielli, you're the winner of this stone cold, Steve Austin, thumbster wrestler dude so it's so wrong. So slide into the DMS, send me your Addy and I will ship it out to you, brother. Um, And yeah, if there's anything else, anybody wants to say, Go for it. Otherwise, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, right. I I just want to say thanks, Mark, for for coming on I, today. Uh, so I I just got a job for UPS and um, nice. I thank you. Um, I 
got extra stops at the end and it was like seven o'clock and I was like, oh my God, Mark's going to hate me because we're late. <laughs> I was rushing here and I, I just wanted to, you know, I was so excited to, to do this today. And I, I just wanted to say thank you for, for being on. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. For, uh, it worked out. This, this is a lighter week. I have to, um, I would have been stuffing cards tonight. Uh, all the cards are in the, um, in the, in the wrapping. They're yes. all in the envelopes, but I did not get the return address um, stickers in the mail. I had to order new ones. Oh. I didn't get them in yet. So you hand so, wrote every single one of them. <laughs> I, I haven't. That The longest thing, <laughs> the, the thing that takes the longest is shutting them and putting that sticker on. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I haven't done that part yet. But tonight I am going to put the um, address labels on for the people. Nice. And then, so I have to like organize the the document and then put those on and I'm going to pop on uh, clone wars. I think I keep uh, chugging along on that. I think I'm like Hell 19 yeah. episodes in and it's been great. Nice. As far as your clone wars, man. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. Oh, please. I, be I, I've been waiting for someone to talk to. Great. I'm 19 episodes in and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Now, awesome. does he need to be watching rebels? That's um, next. That's next. Yeah, right. That takes place after um, oh, episode okay. three technically okay, revenge of the gotcha. but okay. mark there is a watch order for the clone wars really yeah i'll send you the list okay <laughs> he's weird. like oh no i don't know well, if I've, already, I've just been watching him one through 19 <laughs> i mean you could but it's it's super weird <laughs> all right cool yeah I'll, I'll take a look um but no again thank you for being part of yes. it yeah thank you. you know we're very happy to have you on the show but more so again this is this is a show that you know we're doing for you know, the major marks, you know, in and out of the Patreon. So uh, hopefully this gave people, uh, you know, more of a chance to kind of, you know, get to know you and hear your story and, and, you know, uh, so yeah, thank you cool. again. Yeah. Thank you. Thank that. you, Mark. <laughs> Take us out. Cut my, play my fucking music. <laughs> He messed up his edge. Yeah, I did. Want me to do it again? Want me to do it again? I can, I can edit nope. it. Sorry. But no, so fucking leave editing. it in. It's okay. beautiful. Leave it in. And the music will start now. I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it. H-A-R-D. Just like Blue Chew, I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Claim all the figs. Claim all the merch. Like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen. With Phil Jackson Always scratching that itch I'm just a major mark Major mark I'm not a toy boy Toy boy I'm just a major mark Major mark I'm not a toy boy Toy boy Hey all you major marks Claim all that merchandise 